0: This is Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus. Over the next half hour, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, a two time national best selling author and leading business advisor, will cover topics that help business owners operate their businesses more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, this program is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth.
1: All right, all right. Welcome to another edition of the Mr. Biz Radio Show. And it's me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And we are brought to you by the great folks at Capital Plus. They help you unlock your capital and unleash your business potential. They create customized financial solutions for growing businesses nationwide. And you can find them at capplus.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Or give them a call at 855-522-3951. Great people can help you. Um, they're very... um They're good people. There's a lot of people, companies in that industry, I would just say, that are kind of snake oil salesman type people that I definitely would not recommend. Um, But they're good, good people, and they will take care of you for sure. Uh, Renee and her team are are fantastic people. So this week, we are going to talk about a topic that is uh, certainly important for everyone who's listening, um, especially given the current situation we're in with um, coming out of the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. I don't know a lot of people's plans for the year got kind of turned upside down in, in regards to business. So we're going to talk about achieving the goals that you set. Um, and so we for that, we have a first-time guest on the show, Kristen Schmidt from Thrive to Lead. So Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Ken. It's a pleasure.
1: Yeah. So I've met a little bit of background. I met Kristen gosh, how long ago was that, Kristen? Two? About
2: three and a half years ago, actually.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, years. it's been at least two years ago. Yeah, probably, Probably you're right. It, time flies when you're having fun. And I, I distinctly, I don't remember how how well you remember it, Kristen, but I remember it. It was at uh, a Columbus Business First uh, networking event in the morning. Yeah. I'm way back in the back of the room, kind of scanning the room. And I kind of got the feeling, we kind of locked eyes, and you walked over and we started talking. And I kind of got the feeling that we were kind of in the same boat because I was standing there by myself looking like, who am I going to go talk to? And I got the vibe that you were kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah. So, so you kind of bailed me out there. And then we ended up standing there talking for, gosh, I don't even know how long. And different people joined our conversation, uh, you know, throughout the time. But um, gosh, that was forever ago. And I think that's, you were just kind of starting out um, your entrepreneurial journey at, at that point. Is that correct?
2: Yes, I was probably two, three months in to my career as an entrepreneur. And, you know, like that was actually, I think my first Walk into the room. I don't know anyone. Network, <laughs> so I, I really appreciated that. You know, we had a, a good substantive conversation because it was—I I really didn't know what I was doing. So.
1: Yeah, well, well, in that that particular event. Um, I mean, gosh, there were 200 plus people there. So right. imagine, for all the listeners out there, imagine walking into a room and it's a networking event, and there are 200 people there, and you walk in, and all you're looking for, if you're anything like me, you're looking for a familiar face. Mm-hmm. Who can I connect with? Who can I start a conversation with? Because from there, you know, things kind of evolve and everything's fine, but you got to find that initial one. And I walked all the way to the back of this, this, it was a giant venue and I walked all the way back so I could see as many people as possible so I could find someone. And I'm literally, like I said, I see Kristen walking through kind of the crowd and I'm like, I don't know her, but she's looking at me. I'm looking at her like, Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you definitely bailed me out there for sure.
2: No, no, it was funny. I still remember. I think you said "What the heck," and then started (laughs) talking. (laughs)
1: Um, So, with that, tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little about your journey and how you came to uh, start Thrive to Lead.
2: Yeah. So, I spent the first twenty-some years of my career um, in sales leader, mainly in sales leadership, but in higher education publishing. So, we when I started, we sold college textbooks that morphed into educational technology over time. Um, And that's what brought me to Columbus. So I was in various roles with Pearson, actually, um, but built primarily as a sales leader, as I said, and I built a lot of just really wonderful teams of successful salespeople who did really well professionally, but also were really happy personally. So so that was kind of, that was my, the first half. And then, I had made some decisions about my career sort of midway, be for family reasons and such. And I was in a position where I'd been in the same type of role for a long time, but really was looking for, okay, what is my, my what next? I'm, I'm a learner. I, I want to continue to grow, and, and it's time. Um, and so in considering that, I started working with a coach. And through that process, I really got clarity on the fact that you know what I love to do is I love to coach people and I love to help people work through their challenges um, and see that gratification, see the success and really become the best version of themselves and make their company the best version it can be. So I married my love of coaching, um, which I did with a lot of the people with whom I worked with also this background in sales. um, And I launched. And the other piece too, is my husband is a small business owner. So I really, i had had a lot of exposure to small business entrepreneurship and sort of what are the differences between the corporate environment and, and the smaller environment?
1: Well, that's definitely a very important uh, thing to understand. Cause I think a lot of people um, that I talk with, I know and that I mentor and things like that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. There are some folks that are entrepreneurs, right? They want to be a, an entrepreneur and Honestly, I just don't. And there's been a few of them, not too many, but you know, they, they honestly don't have the makeup. I don't think they could do it. Uh, I don't think they would be successful. They just don't have the right mindset. And I don't mean ambitious or you know to be successful. I don't mean that at all. I just mean it is a completely different animal to not, especially if you're used to the corporate world where you know every two weeks you get that, that you know deposit into your checking account. To where being an entrepreneur, that doesn't happen. Like unless you get off your butt and go do something, that doesn't that is not necessarily going to happen. And I think a lot of people, that's that's a difficult adjustment to make. So knowing that going in and being experienced that with that with your husband, I'm sure helps you at least in the initial stages, sort of get as you were launching and getting off the ground.
2: Definitely, and it's also helped me as I coach and consult with small business owners because it's really, you know, it's that balance between. I mean, no, very few people, I think, start a business and launch it thinking, I, I'm just going to start a business. I mean, there's a passion, there's a drive, there, there's something there that they, that they want to serve the world and a, and a purpose. And balancing that with, you know what, I'm still the guy that has to fix the pipes or, <laughs> you know, what have you.
1: Right, right. Well, that's, that was definitely an adjustment for me. I am uh, Technology drives me crazy sometimes, and I just hate dealing with it. And so it was so easy in the corporate world, much like you, you know, if something was going wrong with my laptop, I just called IT and they came up and fixed it. Right. Right. (laughs) Well, I might, to your point, I'm IT now. So, you know, (laughs) the buck buck stops with me. So now when I have a problem with my laptop or I can't get the darn printer to work or whatever it might be, it's like oh crap, I got to figure this out. Um, So yeah, definitely an adjustment in that regard as well.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I remember just things like, I think like the first week I bought, starting a business for dummies or something like that and just trying to figure the whole thing out. And, you know, I, I, of course knew what I'd heard of QuickBooks, but what's QuickBooks? How do I use it? I mean, all, all of those little pieces that you, you don't consider. I was like, Hey, I want to coach and consult and help people.
1: Right. But you uh, have
2: to be willing to do that sort of gritty part too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so again, this week we're talking with Kristen Schmidt of thrive to lead. You can find out more on her website, thrive to Or give her a call at 614-404-9349. And definitely go out, follow her on LinkedIn, Kristen Schmidt. uh, That's S-C-H-M-I-T-T. Or on Facebook as well. Go to her business page, Thrive to Lead, and follow her there. She shared a lot of good content. And we're going to come back after the break. We're going to give the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and then we're going to continue talking with Kristen, Kristen about how she helps business owners, sort of what an engagement looks like, and things like that. So join us after the break on Mr. Biz Radio. Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio. Would you like to have your business highlighted in this spot? You can reach our entire subscriber base, all of Mr. Biz Nation, every week and archive for future listeners. We can record your very own spot to highlight your business, and you can also use it anywhere else you want, including your website or social media. If you are interested, please email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com. Don't hesitate, because there are limited spots available
0: submit questions to the show, email them to info at Solutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz.
1: All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And it is time for the Mr. Biz Tip of the Week. And this week's tip um, is I get this question all the time about marketing and how much you should be spending on marketing. But more importantly, if you cannot see a measurable 300% return on your marketing spend, then you need to either change your plan or fire your marketer. Yep. You heard it here. I said it. I said it. No, seriously, the most important thing that I find with a lot of clients and business owners that I talk with is people just don't measure the returns they get in their different, different areas that they're using for marketing. You have to find a way to measure it. Sometimes it's difficult, um, but you need to find a way, whether that's you're sending them to a particular landing page or um, they're calling a certain phone number. I know I have one client who has a, um, a, uh, an automotive repair shop and so when he'll he runs for example when he runs radio spots he only he, he gives out one one phone number and that's the only place he puts that phone number so he knows when someone calls on that line it is directly coming from his radio ad so he knows he can measure that um and get figure out the return on that so really really important to make sure you're measuring all those different ways i'll tell you another one real quick i had a client that um this has been a three probably three years ago now when I first started working with him, I, we were looking at all the different things he was marketing, uh, different ways he was marketing. And he was, um, <clears throat> spending over $2,000 a year on uh, yellow page ads. Um, yeah. So because he had, he, he'd been in business for 25 years and he always had a yellow pages ad. So he just renewed it every year. Hadn't thought about it. $2,000 a year, uh, <laughs> to over 2000, actually it was, uh, close to $300 a month. Um, every year for yellow page ads. Uh, yeah. There's probably a lot of listeners out there like what the heck are the yellow pages? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, that's the Mr. Biz tip of the week. Let's get back into our conversation this week with Kristen Schmidt. So Kristen, tell us a little bit more about um, what Thrive to Lead. So how are what's a typical engagement look like for you when you, you uh, coach someone, uh, a business owner?
2: So, I mean, it, it can look a couple of different ways. One thing that I very much wanted to do in the beginning is I Providing value is so critically important to me. So I really try to set the engagement around what we think the needs are going to be of that owner. And then we flex with it. So I, I, I don't you know, lock people in for a year, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but a couple of things that I can do. I mean, I've, I've had business owners that they've had issues with retaining their talent. I mean, typically there's either a business or sales related issue. Or the, the professional, the owner is, is struggling in some way, whether it be self-management, burnout, all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So my background is sales. So I do work with companies in solving sales-related problems and figuring out where the, the gaps are in how they approach sales and what they do. Um, I also work with business owners in more of a co- what I'd call a coaching capacity, which is around things like self-management solving business-related problems, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, One client that I actually started with about three years ago, they brought me in because there was a salesperson that they felt like there were some missing parts and they wanted me to fill in some training gaps. But the relationship as such has morphed into, I've really helped them write their strategic plan for 2020 because I've, I've just gotten that deep in their business and, um, just grown the relationship to that level. So, so again, typically it starts with either, uh, you know, a coaching issue. I want to become more effective professionally um, and I don't know how I'm getting in my own way or, you know, approaching some sort of sales related issue.
1: Okay. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, sales issues proliferate almost every organization at some point or another. So, um, And I could see where that could be the genesis of a, an initial relationship you might have with a client. And then again, as you said, as you get a deeper relationship, it could end up um, expanding and different things. And as should mention that's what we're going to talk about in the third segment is Kristen's going to give us some tips on how to achieve our goals. So obviously with her sales background, um, she's got some really good things and sort of different approach, I think, than you probably have heard in a lot of different cases. Um, so, so, get, so I'm a business owner and I come to you, Kristen, and I say, you know, I really am ha- having problems with, again, I'm getting uh, overwhelmed. I'm getting burnout. Um, what, again, what, what would you, what's an initially, how would you work with a business owner in, in a situation like that?
2: Well, we would have, I mean, do basically an initial, what I would, coaching session, um, which is not something that I, I charge for to understand, You know, what are the problems and maybe what are some of the things that they don't see? Um, And then also just kind of, you know, to to establish that relationship and and understand, you know, is this person can they can they become vulnerable so we can really get at all these issues and work on them together? And and do they have that trust in me? Um, But then typically, you know, it may we may say, okay this is probably a three month engagement and let's start going, you know, once a week. And then you can kind of feel over time, you know, what's needed in terms of, are we making progress here? Do we need to pivot? What else is getting in the way that maybe we didn't anticipate all, all sorts of those types of things. Um, but, you know, typically the I can get at the blind spots pretty easily and they're usually around things like, um, time management and prioritization, um, not getting clarity on what their goals are for the year, um, emotional intelligence, you know, the ability to respond to things instead of react to them, um, all of those types of things. Because, you know, we we bring our whole person to work. And so to think that we go to work and it's just kind of inside a vacuum and who we are and what we feel and what we think doesn't impact that, it's, you know, we got to look at the whole thing and that's how we're going to bring our best to work and get the best out of our people and work most effectively with our customers.
1: Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that you mentioned it's really important and I know I I do the same thing when I'm meeting with a, a prospective client as well, even in my business as a as a CFO is the person has to be willing to change. Um, mm. They're coming they're coming to you for a reason, right? They, they have a problem, but there are a lot of people and I, I'm not I shouldn't say a lot of people, but there are some people who will come to me and say, hey, gosh, I need a CFO. I need some help. And then as I talk with them, it, it, and for lack of a better term, they have all the answers already. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'll say, oh, would you ever consider this? Oh, yeah, we tried that. It doesn't work. Uh, okay. Um, well, you know, what about that? Oh, no, no, no. You know, and so those types of people, I, I'm like, I don't know if this is actually going to work. I don't know if I can help them because they feel like, you know, they realize they have, a, they need some help with some type of issue, but they are not w- willing to get out of their own way and accept a new way of doing things perhaps. Right. Um, have you yeah. run into that before?
2: I have. I, in fact, I, I had one client at one point that said, you know, we're having all these sales troubles, um, but come in and fix it. But you, we have to keep the salesperson. <laughs> and, and it became very apparent very quickly that the, the, the role and the, and the person were not the right fit.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and so I, I said, you know, I honestly, I, I I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to help you because this is the crux of the problem. And until we get the right person in the right seat to use EOS speak, um, we're not going to be able to make the progress. So yeah. it's, you know, those are those are really tough types of situations or, you know, you, you'll hear, oh, I know, I know I do that, I know. And yeah, you, you have to be, people need to be willing to, um, one of my mentors likens it to I walk into a situation and and the person has a flashlight and they're shining it in the corner. And I take the flashlight and shine it somewhere else and but they need to be willing to look at what and consider what they see and make the changes that they need to make.
1: Yeah. Very, very important. Very, very important. It's, it's extremely difficult to help folks that, that aren't willing to do that or, or, or having, open, having an open mind about things like that. All right. Well, we're up against a break here. Again, we're talking this week with Kristen Smith. We're going to come back after the break, and she's going to give us some tips on how to achieve our goals.
0: Are you frustrated with trying to grow your business? You're not alone because the business growth experts at Traction are here to help. Tritraction's proven business systems, marketing, and sales formula has helped many businesses like yours achieve amazing results. Could your company benefit from explosive sales growth and a huge jump in website traffic? Call 800-719-4281 today for a free consultation with the business growth experts at Tritraction. That's 800-719-4281. Systems plus marketing plus sales equals business growth.
1: Thank you for being a Mr. Biz Solutions subscriber and listening to B2B Radio.
0: Check out both of Mister Biz's national best-selling books, "Pathway to Profits" and "How to Be a Cash Flow Pro," on Amazon now. Once again, here's Mister Biz. All
1: right, welcome back to Mister Biz Radio. With me, Mister Biz, Ken Wentworth, and this week's guest, Kristen Schmidt, and she—this is what everyone's been waiting for, I, I presume, um, because we all have goals, and especially as I mentioned earlier in the show, this year in 2020, things have really gotten sort of turn topsy-turvy as they say, that's a, that's like, it's kind of an old person saying, I think, <laughs> isn't it? Um, they've, they've gotten turned on their head, put it that way. Um, and so, you know, how do we get back on track? How do we achieve those goals? And there's so too many people I think that often, like, I'll tell you, I have a friend, um, that given all this situation with the pandemic and he literally has said, Oh, 2020 is a wash years, years shot. I'm like, it's, it's May. Like, you know, you still have over half of the year left. Like, let's buckle down and figure this out. Um, and so he's just really throwing the towel in for the year. I'm like, you're going to just waste the year of your life and say, oh, no goals this year. Like, oh, whatever happens, happens. I think it's a terrible approach. So with Kristen's background in sales, for as, as she said, I, I, I did catch that, Kristen, by the way. I, I like how you put that. Um, twenty or so years. I always say that too. I, I have twenty plus years of experience in the corporate world. Uh, we don't need to have exact dates, right? We don't need to date ourselves, right? <laughs> but <laughs> um, so, with that said, give us some tips. So, what are some things that you've used and you use with clients to help them achieve their goals?
2: Well, I think you know to to your point. If I can continue on that for a second, I the number of people that I've said I've heard say, "Oh, my goals that I set." there's no way, you know, we'll, I'll look, we'll look at this in December and we'll reset in 2021. And it's really actually a very good time right now to look at the goals that you've set and, and to look at them in terms of, you know, what did I learn through this pandemic and, and how would I have approached them differently? um, How should I approach them differently on this side? I mean, some goals, you know, may need to be adjusted down some, you may be able to be accelerated. And some, you may realize, you know what, this isn't the right goal. So I I think in terms of, I think it's really a good time. And then I also think when you're goal setting and then trying to figure out how to stay on track, you know, what's the real goal? So I had a, a client a few years back when we were working on this and, you know, he was, he had set a revenue goal for his business for the year. But the real goal behind that was he wanted to be able to move into a larger space and he wanted to be able to have his wife stay home. They were having their second child. Mm -hmm. And so really considering the why behind the goal and staying in touch with that. um, And then I also, you know, and how considering how is it getting you closer to your vision of success? What is the greater purpose that this goal serves? Because goals shouldn't just be arbitrary. You know, let me throw a dart. And, and that sounds like a great goal. Um, and I think, you know, it, once you've set the goal and you're working on it, considering, you know, what what supports do you have? And what does success with this goal look like? And then also, how do, you know, what are both the roadblocks? And then how do those people around me, I mean, loved ones, colleagues, whomever, do their goals conflict or could they stop? Um, you know, so for example, if you have, to a two-parent family and both have set goals that will, are requiring them to work around the clock and, and there's no plan for that, that's something that needs to be considered. You know, what, what are your partner's goals? How do these align with, with my world outside of work? Um, I, so I think that's really a lot of the gist of it, um, you know, creating it with, attaching it to, to a purpose and something that's important to you in the longer term um, figuring out how you're going to measure it and then knowing the roadblocks and, you know, where there are other, there may be other conflicts as well. And then I think, you know, the last thing, it's kind of like you look at the whole like diet analogy. If you, if you get off track, get sideways, which I think is the new topsy turvy from what I understand, <laughs> um, you know, if you go sideways, that's okay. I mean, what, what do you need? Why did you go off track? You know there may be a valid reason if there isn't a valid reason how do you get back on track and then what do you learn from that so that it'll help you you know ensure your success or get closer to your success in the future
1: yeah i think it's really important i'll I'll tell you you know a, a budget right i require all each of my clients to have a budget for example and a budget is essentially well not essentially a budget's a goal right you have goals in that budget that you're trying to achieve and I'll tell you the exercise I've been going through to your point that you mentioned, Kristen, is we I have a, a different approach than I what I outlined at the beginning of the segment. Um, and that is we looked at, OK, how far behind our revenue goal, if, for example, did we fall during the pandemic? Right. How how far off are we now? I'm going to take the rest of the year. I'm taking June through December. And I'm adding that into June through December. I mean, we're still looking at the same annual goal, like, but now how, let's figure it out. So that's what the number is per month, you know, June through December. So now what actions do we need to take? What activity level do we need to have? Um, you know, I think a lot of times uh, you gotta, you know, and you, you alluded to that is it's sort of re- reverse engineer to make sure that the goals you're setting are, they're, they're stretch goals, but they're also realistic. Um, you know, let's say, you have a goal that you want to have a certain sales number um, and you know that you need to make uh, 10 phone calls per to, to land a sale. And then you, you figure out how many sales you need. And you're like, okay, I need to make 900 calls per day, right. To achieve a goal that you set. you're like, okay, that's not realistic. I can't, I can really try hard, but there's no way I can make 900 phone calls in a day. Again, just using the extreme example, but I think that's important as well to make sure that what you are setting, like you gave the example of, Um, you know, two parents and, and they'll both have to work, you know, all around the clock and things like that. That's not going to work. So you got to make sure that, you know, as you're setting those, I think that's really, really important. Otherwise you kind of set yourself up for failure.
2: Yes. And I I think you, you raise a really good point, Ken, in that, you know, I I talked about how it needs to be attached to something that's that you value or is more important to you, but then yes, what are the little granular things that you need to do on the daily and the weekly basis that are going to make that happen? And, and you may not have the answers. I mean, it might be, I set a goal for a number of people that I reach out to every day in a business development capacity. I think that's going to get me to my revenue goal, but I need to look at that then. Okay. Fast forward two months. This is what I've been doing. Am I tracking or do I need to adjust that daily and weekly goal? Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's setting these goals, but then continually revisiting them and, and being willing to pivot and try things.
1: Definitely. No, I, I think that's what I've found when I help folks um, with the same type of capacity is I think that helps make it more real to them. So, for example, mm-hmm. if you have some statistics, like I said, just making it a simple example of you need to make 10 phone calls for for every 10 phone calls you make, you know, like you said, from a business development perspective, it leads to whatever, $100 of revenue, let's say and you reverse engineer what your revenue goal is, and then you figure out how many phone calls you need to make. And if you have some historical data to back that up, I think that helps people. It makes it real in their mind. Like they know, hey, based on history, if things continue trending the way they have, I know that if I make 20 phone calls a day, I'm going to get to my revenue goal. I just have to do 20 a day. And so I think that helps people, you know, visualize it a little bit better as well.
2: Right. And then I think too, you know, knowing things, okay, well, this month said, you know, I I didn't reach that goal that I was supposed to based upon the calls. I mean, you know, sometimes that happens a little bit, too. But what over time, what does the data say?
1: Definitely. yep, absolutely. Well, good stuff. Again, we've been talking this week with Kristen Schmidt of Thrive to Lead. And you can find out more on her website, which would be, guess what? Thrive to Lead Give her a call at 614-404-9349. Uh follow her on LinkedIn and uh, definitely check out her Facebook page, Thrive to Lead, um, uh, there as well, where she shares a lot of different uh, tips and information on a regular basis. Uh, Kristen, I really appreciate you coming on. Great stuff. I'm sure the listeners have got a lot out of this.
2: Thank you, Ken. It was a pleasure. And um, I'll look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, listen, everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Capital Plus. You can find them at capplus.com forward slash MrBiz. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king.
0: This has been Mr. Biz Radio, sponsored by Capital Plus, a division of United Capital Funding Group. Capital Plus is your trusted resource for commercial financing and accounts receivable management. They've been providing working capital to businesses nationally for more than 27 years. Learn more about them at capplus.com forward slash MrBiz. Or to schedule a free consultation, call 855-522-3951.